Today on the show, I'm happy to have Adrian Potsy. He's an AI scientist at Snox. They're an e-commerce socks and underwear company in Germany. And previous to this, you were the co-founder of LucidWrite, and you have an interesting story about how you ended up selling the software. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. So we started with LucidWrite actually almost a year ago. We got a grant from the German government. I was doing my master's thesis and quickly summarized. We got a grant that we combined it with AI, GPT-3, which was the main thing at the point at the time, a similar software to Jasper AI or Copy AI was, our goal was to generate content specifically for websites because I, just like you, I had a web design digital agency in the past. With my co-founder, we had to write so much content that we said, we can definitely automate this. It was a nice experience. First actual startup, not the first business. I had a couple of businesses before, more like service-based. And actually, yeah, it was a lot of learnings. Timing is everything. I really know how to graph your accrued base of users at the beginning. So yeah, and quickly coming back to your, what you mentioned in the beginning, after a while, uh, when ChatGPT actually came out, we realized that we didn't have a huge USB anymore. We had a couple of features more. And we had a client who was very happy with our product. And they were just building a software team, so to say. And they were asking us for new features. So we decided to spontaneously in a, in a meeting, it came out. Yeah. Could you build these features for us? I actually thought guys, you, you're, you're building your team. You could actually, if you want, we can sell you the software and you continue the development for your agency. And that's how it came out. So I put happy with the output. Of course, at the beginning, I wanted it to be a huge startup. We didn't get the timing right, but. Still, it was a lot of learnings. We had a lot of financial support from the German government, went through a couple of accelerators and really very valuable experience. It was good. You knew that, Hey, I don't know if we can compete with chat GBT. So if we have the opportunity to take an exit now and move on to our next steps, sometimes that's the best move. Actually. Yeah, I think it was an MB. When chat GBT came out, it was around November, December, I'm not quite sure at the moment. But I wasn't really already thinking about that, right? You had Jasper AI, you had Kobe AI, and like other players that already have a huge part of the market and so many of these tools were coming out. And then ChatGPT said, yeah, it's going to be only $20 per month. It's okay. Then <laughs> we have, we tried to be one actually for a while. We tried to help companies with localization, like actually German companies that were going to Spanish and English speaking markets to localize their content better using AI. We didn't get enough tractions that we were a bit tired already about the whole thing. So selling the software was the right move at the point. We're still at some point, of course, another startup is going to come in. I right, recently started the Snox. It's, uh, as you said, an e-commerce from Germany. They're quite successful. They've been around for seven years. And we're going to ultimately a lot of things here. So I'm happy that we're building this new department, the new, this new team. And actually, they also have and consulting companies. So they provide consulting, e-commerce consulting services for other companies here in Germany. They have quite a high reputation. The CEO is quite a personality in Germany. So we're happy to provide these services in the future as well for their clients. It's quite interesting. Yes. So between the lucid right and stocks, I was like freelancing for a while, helping companies to automate their processes. My idea was to find a gap there, like. How can I help other companies and how can I build my next startup? But now I'm really happy to have the insider view of everything, and be able to work at one company and really see 
different departments and different types of companies that have a need of AI. So your job at Snox is to go and analyze how the departments are currently functioning and bringing an AI to speed these up and automate them and make them more effective. Yeah, that's hundred percent correct. So we, I talk with everyone in all the other departments, see what's, what are they struggling with? A lot of people, everyone is super hyped about AI, right? So I get to hear what they think AI is because it's funny, like this hasn't happened in, in Snox yet, but while I was freelancing, a lot of people would come to me and ask me, Hey, can we use AI to do this thing? So I'm automating this thing, but, and yes, of course we can use AI, but maybe you don't need it. You, maybe you just need a script, like scrape through data, make sense of it. And then there you go. It's just automation. So there's a lot of mix nowadays between automation and AI. Coming back to what you were asking about Snog, since they are talking to people internally, seeing how can we make things better, like which platforms we need and where are we getting data from and maybe get better insights and make everyone happy. Like other, that's just building the, the tools for the company and the other part is also like evangelizing AI. So everyone's super hyped and everyone like, my goal is that everyone like sees AI as their assistant and that makes them more effective for all time. And it makes sense that if you guys get good at it internally, then you can be consultant to other companies. Yes. Hundred percent. Everyone should be on board with AI, and everyone should know about really what AI about. Right? It has the limitations. It can tool. It's not. So are you thinking of your? Are you already thinking of your next startup now? I think that will come naturally at some point. <laughs> but yeah, think about also building a startup with AI right now. Is that everything's moving so fast? I I started to exercise myself, and I like super hyped about AI and the infrastructure. And I see so much research coming out right now. And I, I don't think that companies or like a lot of people are really ready for what's coming, right? Until we see the, this infrastructure or this research in production into an app, it's going to take a couple, one or two years, maybe. So it's going to change a lot. There's a lot of competition. You need to be super fast. You need to be, have a great team. You need to understand your customers properly. So it's quite hard to build. In my opinion, a good AI startup right now into me. And also don't get confused. I'm just building an AI startup, right? You need to have the problem first and okay, AI is the tool that's going to help me solve this. There's a lot of things going on, so it's hard to find the right path. So as I said, if it comes, I'll be happy to get to the new startup, but right now it's perhaps work for AI. Yeah. As you said, everybody's creating an AI startup right now. So like the real ones stand through and then come back into the market. Yep. 100%. Let's talk a little bit about the vector management with LLMs. So what is happening there? What's coming? Vector databases, I'm trying to make it not so technical. So vector databases are, let's say a way uh, you, you can think about LLMs or GPT, uh, AIs that can reason pretty well, right? That they can make sense out of data and give you an output based on that, but they don't have memory or they don't are not able to find what's the current thing happening right now, right? So you might have gotten this message in ChatGPT. Sorry, my training was cut on 2021. I don't know what's the weather today. With vector databases, you can connect yourself to, you can do it through vector databases or through functions, but you can connect yourself to external data, save it on a vector database, and then 
the LLM can read directly from the vector database through numbers, which is crazy because it all gets through vector, like numerical representation and LLMs are able to make text out of it again. So yeah, I hope that's clear for everyone. Because I have a very specific example, I think to apply is both of us. So yeah. I also have an e-commerce company on the side. And one of the things that I wanted to use ChatGBT to do was help me find the next five products I want to launch. But because it's limited to the kind of data it can look at, it gives you insights, but not they're not really useful. So is this the type of product that would fix that problem? Absolutely, yeah. One of the things you could do is upload the CSV file using Code Interpreter and say, look at all these products I just found at whatever platform, right? Whatever place you got them. Makes sense out of that. But at some point, you're going to come to a limitation with it, which is, okay, you cannot have limited data or you have historical data about the products that latch or whatever your competition is doing. You could save all of that data about the last, let's say, five years and all your competition and make, take it into a numerical value and the LLM can really query to that and see, okay, this is what I need and this is what he's referring to. It really gives uh, LLM superpowers. Is there something that like that exists right now? Uh, applications that are using it already. I think all of the chat GPT plugins and internally, a lot of companies are starting to use it. Yes. Yeah. Snops are building uh, a lot of stuff with it. So yeah, I think mainly internally, but I bet newer apps will come like for the general public that will empower cooler and cooler things. Yeah. Yeah. I hope to see that happen. Thank <laughs> you.